Welcome to another episode of Peacemaker Ministries devotional podcast. Let's explore God's Word together. Hello, Amy Charbonneau, Northwest Regional Director with Peacemaker Ministries. And I am excited to share one of my favorite, favorite, favorite verses with you from Romans chapter 12 today. But first, let's pray. God, I thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your word. It has done so much to transform my own mind and the way that I think and the way that I act, Lord. And when I look at the story of my life, I'm in awe of how spending time with you and your word has been the thing that has changed me in so many ways. I thank you, God, for that. I thank you for your faithfulness. And I pray for those who are listening today that you would also stir in their, their hearts and minds these truths as you work to make us more and more like Jesus. Amen. Okay, Romans 12, 1. We're going to go through chap- or through verse 5. Um, so Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Uh, and, and I'm going to read from the ESV version today. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. I love the body of Christ and I have this passion for unity and for reconciliation among the brothers and sisters of Christ. And Paul here, when he says, I appeal to you brothers in verse one, to present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, that this is your spiritual worship. There's a personal responsibility um, that you have, that I have, as members of this body. You have a function, I have a function, and we are to present our own bodies as living sacrifices. We are to be um, acceptable to God in our own right. And then it says, not to be conformed to this world. So he is he's encouraging, but he's also really trying to drive this point. We're at chapter 12 of Romans. In Romans, he's he's really laid out what it means to be a follower of Christ. And he's saying, you are not to be conformed to the world. The body of Christ should not look like, act like, speak like the world. Instead, he says, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And your mind is part of your soul. This is the transformation that happens through salvation and daily time with the Lord. That the way that you think, your mind, your will, and your emotions make up your soul. The way that you think, this renewal of your mind, happens when we come to the Lord in as a living sacrifice. We worship Him in this way. 
And it says that when we do this, we may discern the will of God. We may discern and understand what is good, acceptable, and perfect in my life, your life. This life that we have, and we have these gifts and abilities and purpose and function in the body of Christ And your whole role and responsibility in the earth is to do what God made you to do. My role and responsibility is to do what God made me to do. And in this way, we encourage one another and we strengthen one another and we're blessing one another. And so in verse 3, when he says, By the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. No comparison, friend. Comparison is an enemy. Do not, hear me please, do not compare yourself. Don't give in to the thoughts that come when you, you begin to set a measurement of yourself against someone else. That God has given you something beautiful to contribute to the world for this time in history. You are valuable. You have something that is amazing. And only you, the complexities of your story, your salvation journey, and your heart that's being purified and transformed by Jesus is special. And only your story will um, captivate someone. You have a story that will transform another person. They will see what Jesus has done through you, and they will be filled with hope. So in verse 4, he says, As in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. He goes into this in Corinthians also. In 1 Corinthians uh, 12, 13, and 14, he's talking about spiritual gifts, but how that looks in the body. And so often in our relationships in church, we compare ourselves to one another. Or we notice that maybe we don't have something someone else has. And we think, well, I'd be a better Christian if I could pray like that. Or I'd be a better Christian if I could speak and articulate myself as clearly as that. Maybe people would listen. And we begin to criticize ourselves through comparison. And that is an enemy of your soul, friend, You have your function, I have my function, and we don't need to compete because we're one body. And when you do what you're made to do, and when I do what I'm made to do, the body is healthy. And it's working together, and it's functioning properly. So in verse 5, so we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Verse 6, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them. And then he kind of goes on and he starts talking about prophecy and exhortation and serving and and gifts of the Spirit. So, friend, I want to encourage you today to be the amazing person God made you to be. And when you are speaking to others around you, why don't you be the catalyst to encourage them to be the amazing person God has made them to be? To look for the strengths and the abilities in your friends and those around you, to build them up, to call them out, to say, wow, what God has done in you is amazing. Your story is valuable. Your story is a beautiful reflection of the love of our Savior. And I just want to encourage you to exhort one another. Let your love be genuine. Paul actually says this later um, in verse 9. In verse 10, then he says, love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. 
in your relationships, when you begin to exhort them in love, that you have this genuine like heart to see them be all that they're made to be, that you are modeling the love of Christ. And we begin to work together to show honor toward one another. And God is glorified in that. So, Lord, I just thank you for this word today. I thank you that we are members of one another. In Jesus, you are the head of this body. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would encourage us to surrender to the plans and purposes that you have for us, God. That you would help us to embrace the dream of our life. That you would help us to hear clearly from you our story. That we would begin to see how you have been redeeming perfecting and transforming us, Lord, and that we would encourage others around us and call them up to their fullest potential in Jesus. May you be glorified, Lord. May you be enthroned over our relationships for your, for your glory, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Friend, may the Lord bless you and keep you as you go. Make peace today in Jesus' name. For peacemaking resources, to bring us to your community, or to donate, go to www.peacemaker.training. God bless, and go make peace.